Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here with episode 222, Trip Deuces, <laughs> of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. And we are still playing Heads Up. This Heads Up battle between myself and Preben Stocken took forever. As you see now, blinds are up to 500,000, 1 million. And I have 30 million chips to his 20, uh, 72 million chips. So I'm playing 30 big blinds deep. We've been trading pots back and forth. I'd make a good hand, he'd make a good hand. I'd make a good hand, he'd make a good hand. I'm not going to show you all of those because we'd be here forever. But um, here we have another fun one. So 30 big blinds deep, keep that in mind. He raises to 2.2 million from the button with jack four of hearts. And I call with the queen 10 offsuit. This is a spot where you could conceivably shove. I think it's a little bit big, and I think queen 10 is not the most ideal hand to shove with because it flops decently enough. But if I had something like ace-x, I would almost certainly shove. So flop comes. Queen 10-5. That is excellent. Giving me top two pair and giving him a blush draw. So look, get ready for some fireworks. In this scenario, I check very clearly. He is going to bet, almost certainly. Pot's 4.4 million. He bets quite small, only 1.4 million. I'm a little bit surprised he bet so small in this scenario. He probably is very well aware of the stack sizes and doesn't want to bet something like 3 million because then I can shove all in. Whenever you have a flush draw like the, he has in this scenario, you really don't want to get check shoved on because then you have to fold. You're not trying to fold. So this is a situation where his bet size is not necessarily based on his range strength. It's more so based on stack size. And in general, you're not going to want to get check shoved on. So in this spot with my top two pair, I need to raise. You may say, well, why would you want to raise? Your opponent's going to fold out all their garbage. Yeah, but also realize here, there are a lot of draws I would really like to raise. So since there are a lot of draws like jack nine or flush draws that I would really like to raise, I also need to raise with all of my value hands. Now, if you think about my realistic value hands, what are they? Well, I just told you I'm probably shoving stuff like ace five and pocket fives preflop, so I don't have that. I would definitely re-raise queens and tens preflop, so I don't have those. So my only real nut hand here is queen 10 offsuit. There are 12 combinations of those. And then queen 5 suited and 10 5 suited. So there's five of those. So that's 17 nut hand combinations. And if I have jack 9 right there, that's 12 combinations. So I'm already loading up on the um, bluffs, right? And if I have lots of flush draws available too, well, now I'm starting to get into a pretty large bluffing frequency. So if I do have a hand like queen jack, I probably need to raise that too for value. And of course, if we do get it in, you're not loving it with queen jack, but that is probably what is required in order to not be too out of balance. Um, typically, as stacks get shorter, you're going to want to have fewer bluffs proportionally compared to when you're deeper stacked because you have fewer streets of fold equity that you can continue betting on. We discuss all of this over at PokerCoaching.com. If any of these terms or ideas are unfamiliar to you, make sure you go over there, sign up for a free one-week trial, and go through all of the past homework questions. We have definitely discussed situations exactly like this in depth so that you definitively know what to do in these spots so that you're not just lost or confused or making bad plays. If you study ahead of time, you're going to play way, way, way better at the table. So anyway, he bets 1.4. I'm going to check raise quite large here. And I do make it 5.5 million, which I think is nice. And with his flush draw, he needs to call. If he jams, I'm only going to fold out bad flush draws, which he's crushing, and maybe jack nine. But notice he blocks jack nine because he has jack four in his hand, right? 
So that's going to mean whenever he shoves, he's going to get called a lot or more often than normal. So he definitely does not want to shove in this scenario. He's going to want to call with his hand and pray to get there on the turn. Notice pot's 15 million. And I have, I think about 20 million, I have about 22 million behind. So 1.5 times the size of the pot. Take a second, try to figure out what you would do in this scenario. 22 million, pot's 15 million. Think about his range, right? Preben's range at this point is good made hands, like a queen and better, maybe a 10. And then also draws. Keep in mind, I have a queen and a 10 in my hand, so he's way more likely to have draws than he is to have made hands. Let's say I bet 5 million into the 15, setting up a 17 million chip shove on the river into 25 million. That seems reasonable. And if you've watched a few of the previous episodes of Weekly Poker Hand, or listened to them if you're listening on iTunes, we've actually discussed setting up stack to pot ratios like that. The problem here, though, is that he is very likely to have either a draw which I don't mind pricing out, and betting 5 million does not price that out because he's getting great pot odds. He needs to win 20% of the time, and he will. Or he has a strong made hand, like king-queen, that's going to call any bet. And if he does have king-queen, I don't want to bet 5 and then let a 9 of hearts come off on the river, and now he may decide to fold, right? So in this scenario, I think I really only have one option, and that is to go all in. It prices out the draws, and it ensures I get it in immediately against his strong hands. So I do shove, and we put him in a very, very miserable spot where he has no option but to fold with his draws. And all the draws here have a solid 20% equity. We see here it's actually 18% this time. I guess because the 10 of hearts is no good. But I definitely like the play here. And this awareness of stack size is very, very vital. And also, also being aware of what ranges look like. If I'm sitting here with jack nine... I would also go all in because he's going to have some nut hands that are going to call, which sucks, but he's also going to have a lot of flush draws that I can make fold. And it's really, really vital to make those hands fold. So here, if I did have a flush draw, I'd be all in. If I had jack nine, I'd be all in. If I had my nuts, I'd be all in. If I had a good flush draw, like ace X of hearts or king X of hearts, I may check those looking to check raise all in on the turn because those actually have some value. Whereas if I had something like um, six, three of hearts, I would definitely shove because that's a it has no showdown value. As you get less showdown value, you want to be more inclined to rely on fold equity to profit, which means you need to be aggressive. Um, if you are bluffing all jack nines and flush draws in this scenario, you may be a little bit too bluff heavy. I've not thoroughly analyzed this like we do over at the Poker Coaching Homework um, webinars, but I'm guessing you have too many bluffs here just because we don't have... 10-5 suited pre-flop, probably. Maybe we have 10-5 suited, but we certainly don't have 10-5 offsuit, right? And we don't have, we don't have, uh, I, the fact that we don't have 10-5 offsuit makes us have fewer value hands than normally, which means we have to be careful, otherwise we'll be bluffing too much. You want to make sure you're not bluffing too much against world-class opponents. My goal is to be as balanced as I possibly can against Previn, and understand he's probably going to be slightly better balanced than me, which probably gives him a little bit of an edge, and we're trying to do our best to minimize it. So, I like this play. I think I played this hand well. Certainly played it well, given his exact hand. And whenever I have the queen and 10 in my hand, that makes him more likely to have the draws. So we want to price out the draws. You can only do that by jamming. You could also say, well, you could bet 12 million on the turn out of your 20 million stack. But then, I mean, what does that really accomplish? I don't, I don't think that accomplishes a whole lot besides letting him call with um, stuff like queen jack and then fold it if the river's really nasty. So you might as well just get it all in immediately against his strong made hands. So that's going to get for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks again for being here. If you have not, sign up to your free trial at PokerCoaching.com. I'm sure you're tired of hearing me discuss it. 
but I know that I've created this course that will help you get better at poker and win more money, which will allow you to better your life. At the end of the day, I want people who want to get better at poker and life to have better poker results, which will often lead to a better life. So check it out. It's completely free to sign up for a free trial. Hope you enjoy it. Good luck in your games, and I'll talk to you next week.